Welcome to Stepping Into the Light with Julia Treat, a weekly podcast devoted to helping you open up to your own unique abilities so you can receive loving and supportive messages from your loved ones, angels, and guides. Hello, beautiful. It is a pleasure to be with you once again. Thank you for listening to my podcast. And I want to let you in on some pretty amazing things that are coming up. I am getting ready to post my podcast daily. At least I'm looking at five times uh, a week, Monday through Friday, perhaps. So just giving you a heads up about that, that you'll get to listen to me even more often than you have already. I've had a lot of people ask if I would post more often, and so I'm going to be taking that plunge very shortly. I also plan on introducing a few of my favorite people on my podcast. I'm going to have regular guests, and these are people that helped me on my journey of healing and transformation. I'm going to have them on. I think that their messages are powerful and that they can help several of you. So I am excited about that. Keep an eye out for those podcasts that are going to start coming daily. I also am getting ready to start a kids YouTube channel, um, a YouTube channel specifically for children. Uh, It will be called The Rainbow Crew and it will be up shortly. I am collaborating with a very special friend of mine, Jessica Drew, who is an artist and an illustrator and a writer. And we are so excited about all of the doors that are opening for us as we come together into this um, collaboration. So keep your, your eyes peeled for that too, the children's YouTube channel, and I'll announce it here on my podcast, on my Facebook page, and in my newsletter. And I will be also posting more videos on YouTube on my regular channel that is just listed under Julia Treat. So again, Julia Treat is my YouTube channel. Our new one coming out is called The Rainbow Crew with Julia Treat and Jessica Drew. So many exciting things happening. So, okay, I wanted to talk to you today about the fact, the truth, that there are no universal laws. Now, what I mean by that um, is that people often reach out to me. Number one, they feel like they either have to be with me physically, in my presence, near me. Uh, You know, they have this whole rule that physically they have to be in my presence to either get a reading, a healing session, clearing their home. Yeah, a lot of people who want me to clear their home think that I have to be in their home physically. And that is absolutely not true. So there are no universal laws. This magical space that is all around us has unlimited magical potential. And I say potential because our human mind is the thing that decides that's not possible, that certain things aren't possible. So I'm going to give you a few examples of things that have happened recently with some of my uh, clients. So, yeah, I don't talk about healing work a lot on here. Um, I'm not sure why, but I, and I do healing work with, with several people. And, um, but one of the things that I absolutely love to do is to help children 
and their families. So I have a lot of families that reach out to me that have sensitive kids, whether they sense things, they know things, they see things in their home or around them. I have a couple of families in mind that I'm going to talk about today. And one of the families is a little boy about seven years old who I used to see for speech therapy. And um, I hadn't seen him or touched base with his family in a few years, but they reached out. Now, I've always known that um, he had abilities and his family knows that, that he sees stuff, that he knows stuff, um, that he's very intuitive, very clairvoyant. But Mikey sees a lot of things that scares that scares him. You know, he would see a lot of things that make him nervous. He actually never slept in his bed. I did not know that until recently, that he was not sleeping in his own bed. He was sleeping with his parents. So his mother reached out and said, you know, I'm a little concerned about my little healer here. He's There's just some things going on that have me concerned. So I told her that to bring Mikey over to my house, and I'd love to speak with them. And here's the funny thing. So when I was doing, for those of you that don't know, I am a speech pathologist, and I have a master's degree in that, and I was seeing children up to three years old in their homes for speech, language, and feeding disorders. And so I got, you know, the kids, I'm like a kid magnet. Kids just flock to me, and so many of my kids, it's funny, we would have weekly visits And even if we change the date of a regular day and time, and we're talking little two-year-olds, right? So I'm showing up, say, every Thursday at 10 for an extended amount of time. You could chalk it up to a child knowing I'm coming just because that's kind of a routine. But when we would switch the days, and perhaps I went on a Wednesday or a Monday or a Friday at a different time, it was so common for me to walk in the door and for their parent to tell me, oh, my gosh, you know, little Johnny has been saying, Juju's coming today. They all called me Juju, all the little kids, Miss Juju, because a lot of them couldn't say Julia. It was a little too difficult at that age. So they would intuitively know that I was going to arrive that day, and it just blew the parents away. Well, little Mikey was one of these kids that really, he and I connected. We bonded so close, so tight, and yeah, it was just an, an amazing bond. But like I said, I had lost contact with the family. I mean, I still kind of know what's going on with them, but I didn't, we hadn't talked in quite some time. So when this mother made the appointment and we set the day and time, she told me, uh, she reached out the day that she had told Mikey that they were coming. And she, all she said to him, now he had no idea that she had reached out to me. She said to him, Mikey, you and I have an appointment tomorrow at like 11 o'clock. You and I have to go somewhere together at 11 o'clock. And he said, I know we're going to, oh no, I'm sorry. Let me back up. She said her words, actually what she told me was, I told him that you and I have an appointment tomorrow. And he said, I know we're going to go see Miss Juju at 11 o'clock. He is the one that told her the time she had not mentioned it to him. So needless to say, it blew her away a little bit. Um, I get it though. Like I understand it. I understand the connection with these kids. So Mikey and his mom come to see me and we're sitting at my dining room table and we're just talking about what's going on and their house is very active. Lots of things happening and a lot of stuff that they don't like or don't want. 
especially Mikey. A lot of stuff that he doesn't feel comfortable with. And so I am able to be with my client, whether I'm online, on the phone, face-to-face on the computer, or sitting at my dining room table. I, as most of you know that I've said, I call on my team, I ask to see things through God's eyes, and I can actually see into someone's home. So I can go through a home and see what's inside. Okay, I can see energy, I can see emotion that's stuck, emotions that are stuck there. I can see if there's fallen angels in there. I can see if um, there's clutter. I can see if the curtains are closed and closed off. I can even tell people the color of their curtains and they're blind. And it, like, it freaks people out in a good way because they realize, like, holy cow, she can actually see in my home. I can tell what uh, areas of the, ho- of the house are problematic. So, so um, I'm sitting there talking with Mikey and his mom and... Mikey's talking to me about some dreams that he's had, and he keeps having the same dream. Now, I want you to really picture a little seven-year-old that I'm talking to that is honestly like a little old man, okay? He knows so much. He's wise. He's still a kid, but he knows so much it's crazy. So I'm asking him about his dream, and he says the dream is about a Grinch, about the Grinch. The Grinch that stole Christmas, that Grinch, that the Grinch is in it. And and he keeps having this re- repetitive dream about the Grinch. And I said, really? I said, well, isn't that interesting? I said, so what do you, what do you, why do you think you keep having this dream? Like, I'm asking him because he and I are going to, we're going to, I'm going to help him work through stuff. And he says, you know, I don't know, Miss Juju, but I feel like there's a message there. There's a message I'm supposed to be getting. Now, the dream was making him, you know, it actually was frightening him a little bit. Well, let me just fast forward a little bit. We we spend some time there going through his house. I said, well, let's let me go through your house. Now, I'm I'm always feeling out the kids to see what they're comfortable with. And I don't know that he was that comfortable with doing this exercise with me, you know, going through his house and seeing what's there and clearing it. So I did it while we talked about other things. Like It's funny. I can actually multitask while I'm doing this work. So I can be talking to someone and I can be checking in. I don't even know how to explain it. Mentally in my head, I can actually be checking in and getting a like a camera movie view of someone's home being cleared. So number one, when I clear homes, I call God in. I ask God to shine his light within and around that home, just this beam of light. I call in Jesus, Archangel Michael. And their band of angels to go into that home and begin clearing it and taking anything of lower vibration out of that home. Um, I even asked Jesus to go and touch certain things, whether it's a fallen angel or, you know, to me, a fallen angel falls under, under what some people call an entity. We just have different terms that we use. And so whether it's a soul that's not crossed over. So I asked Jesus to go and touch these souls because they can never resist the love that he has for them. And it is felt instantly as he touches them. So I realize that Mikey doesn't really want to do this exercise with me. And that's cool by me. He doesn't have to. So I'm in my mind going through the house and I'm watching Jesus and Archangel Michael go up and down stairs. They're going in rooms. I see them getting different things. And I actually... Um, told Mikey's mom that I feel like there were seven, you know, there were seven, it's a lot, (laughs) seven things, which I, at the time, just, I just kind of went with the whole fallen angel thing. There's seven, seven things there that need to be cleared. And 
that number made sense. She like her, I think she literally pulled her jaw up off the floor. That was the number that made sense with something they've been getting around the house, the number seven. And so I know I'm rambling on and on. I'm hoping this makes sense. So I am watching Jesus and Archangel Michael clear this home while I'm talking to Mikey. And we're talking about the fallen angels. And I actually started talking about it with Mikey. And he listens. You know, we could tell this little old man is listening to me. And I said, well, what if, I said, you know that the story of the Grinch that stole Christmas, like the Grinch, the story is that he wasn't as bad as, as they thought, right? And Mikey just kind of like looked at me and he's like, yeah. And I said, so what if the message was your guides and angels trying to show you that what is in your home or what's around that's what fright was frightening you isn't as bad as you think. And I'm telling you, I just got chills saying that this little kiddo just said, hmm, that does make sense. Like, like he just had this aha moment and it was so precious. So, um, I continued to go through the house as we were visiting in, you know, my, the movie in my head, I can be in two places at once. And we're talking about, um, the fact that he hasn't slept in his bed and that, and I said, well, I believe that's all going to change after today. I mean, I'm getting that it's going to change. And now that the house is clear and I was seeing it cleared up that everything in your home is going to change. So Mikey's going to act different. He's going to sleep in his bed. They have a dog that acted a little nervous in certain areas or, you know, like the protective kind of dog, like watching over everyone. I said, your dog's going to relax a little more. Everyone's just going to feel different. And Mikey's mom even said, you know, their house, there, there are noises that happen. The house is quote unquote active. So I knew what she meant by that. That there's activity. Stuff happens that they don't, you know, <laughs> they don't like. They don't want it to happen. So um, I heard from, I'm trying to think, the next day, you know, we, we, let me back up. We, you know, said goodbye after that session, and I told them that I'm always here for you, and I will help you in any way that I can, and I will help you, you know, help support Mikey through his journey, because he's such an amazing, sensitive, precious being here that, you know, we want to make it as easy as possible for him, and I can help with that. So the next day, I reached out and just said, how did things go? And Mikey's mom said, the house is quiet, and it's the first time ever he slept in his bed all night by himself. And the cool thing is, she goes, I didn't even realize it, Julia, but when we got home, she said, I didn't realize it, but Mikey had gone to his room to check it out to see if it felt different. And he told his mom, he came out later and said, you know, when I went in my room, it felt different. And, he, and then he paused and he said, in a good way. <laughs> so that was um, a few weeks ago. And I just checked in with them recently. And he is still sleeping the whole night in his bed, no issues. And it was getting to the point where, I mean, he was not getting any sleep. And he was like dark circles under his eyes, nightmares all the time, like so much stuff happening. And if you have activity in your home, if you have those fallen angels, um, and if you have not listened to my podcast about fallen angels, please go listen to those. There's a fallen angels part one and part two. It is definitely going to make you look at it from a different view. You're going to have a different perspective on what these fallen angels are about. So 
when you have all of that in your home, it you won't sleep. You will have nightmares. There will be emotional turmoil. There'll be ups and downs. You'll be sad. You won't know why. You'll be mad. You won't know why. You'll be, I mean, it's just like this crazy emotional roller coaster and affects everyone, even the animals. <clears throat> I know when I had them, uh, you know, I've had my own experiences with them here in my home and never failed when my dog Daisy was alive. She would uh, have accidents in the home, in the house when they were around. My dogs were always my radar that something had shifted. Daisy and Rosie, I could always tell something was different with them and they would actually know before I did. Like I could sense something with them. Now, since Daisy has passed, I mean, Rosie's still a radar for me, but it's, it's so much more powerful when I had the two of them together. So let me tell you about another story. So I'm telling you these stories because I want you to understand, well, so many things about this. First of all, what could be in our homes is, can be easily, easily taken care of. When we call the team in to take care of it, we call Jesus Archangel Michael, your team of angels, your band of angels, you come and remove this. Okay, I don't do anything alone. You've probably heard me say that over and over. My team is involved. You have the same team. The only thing that differs between our teams is our, our own guardian angels that watch over us. I have my own. You have your own. But we all have the same angelic realm, the archangels, the guides, the masters, Jesus, God, Mary, Mother Mary. We have the same team that can help us. So what I wanted, why I wanted to tell you all of this and tell you these stories is that we place rules, these these. We have these rules here. There are no rules with energy, with being able to clear a home long distance, with, um, you get it, right? Like we put these human rules on things. So people will say, well, I can't come to you for a reading unless I'm in person with you. And I said, well, okay, well, I'm out of town for the next two months, so I don't know what to tell you. I don't have to be with you to do a reading. I don't have to hold an object. I don't have to look at a picture. That's your own rule that you've put in place. I don't have to do that. And I'm not saying that people that have to have those objects are not as good or that they're not correct. That's just the way that they do it. I decided a long time ago, I'm going to see things through God's eyes so that I don't have any rules. I don't have to have any boundaries. So the second story I want to tell you about is a, another amazing story about a little boy that I worked with, but he did not even... He didn't know that I was working with him. So his mother contacted me. We had a reading. She had a reading with me long distance. She lives in another state, several states away. And during her reading, I got information about her little boy, Joey. Now, oh, I don't even, I'll be honest. I don't remember how old Joey is. I just talked to his mom recently. Um, I don't know, honestly. I'm going to say 9, 10. That's, I'm throwing out a guess. I think he's 9 or 10, if I remember correctly. So during the reading, it came out that Joey was very sensitive and had, like, um, ups and downs with his mood. And his mom said, oh, my gosh, yes, he has. I, I actually think he has a diagnosis of something with emotional ups and downs. I don't know the correct diagnosis. So... I know that it can be like outbursts, okay? So he can have these these anger outbursts and they can be quite significant. And so it came out in the reading and I said, well, I said, how about we 
work on Joey right now with, with Jesus and the angels. Let's work on Joey right now. Now, he was at school, okay, and I'm on, I'm on the phone with his mom. I'm talking on the phone, giving her a reading, and I said, let's work on Joey while he's at, let's just see. Let's just see what we can do for him. So I know when we tap into our higher selves, we all have a higher self. Our higher self knows, knows like what's good for us. It knows the way. And so when I go into these healing sessions, even with children or someone long distance, without them knowing, I am tapping into the higher self. I'm tapping into universe. Is this okay? And whatever's allowed. Okay. So I'm, th- I'm asking universe or saying to the universe, whatever's allowed, may that be. So I took this mother on this journey with me. I I love to take my clients on journeys. I want them to experience what it is that I am. My job is to help you all open up to this beautiful, magical way of being. So I call God's light in again. We asked him, you know, to shine over Joey. I asked Jesus and Archangel Michael to go up. And and what I did is I was telling this mother what I was seeing. I said, I see Joey sitting at his desk and Jesus is going up and he's, I think I told her, I don't remember all the details. Either Jesus laid his hands on his shoulders or his head and he was actually healing him from this, this emotional up and down stuff, this sense of, not his sensitivity. He wasn't getting rid of that. He was helping him heal from this emotional up and down. Uh, Again, when I do readings and healing sessions, a lot of times I forget things it's like the angels releasing me of that. It's taking all these burdens away from me because if I just hung on to everybody's stuff, I would be a disaster. So I don't remember a lot of stuff. As soon as the reading's over, um, a lot of it just goes away. I lose it. But I do recall something about Jesus going and healing him. Well, she could see it. Like uh, I was taking her. I said, can you, I think I remember telling her, you know, can you see your son's face? He's just smiling because the healing is beginning to occur. It's healing his soul. And she could, like she was just moved by the whole experience. Well, I told her, I said, well, Joey's not going to know, you know, he won't know a thing. That's what I told her going into this. He won't know a thing. And she goes, well, I don't know about that. He may. He's so intuitive. Like he's so clairvoyant. So I, you know, we, we finished her reading with some other things. We worked with Joey and then we continued on and did some other things. Well, later that day, or maybe the next day that she contacted me, she said that her son came in the door and she was standing there with her mother, the little boy's grandmother. And he walks in and he goes, mom, you're not going to believe what happened today. He said, I was sitting in class and he told her which class it was. And she realized it was the same time that we were working with him. She, he said, I was sitting in class and I heard someone say to me, are you ready to heal? <laughs> and I mean, I get goosebumps just saying that right now. She said that her mother about fell over because she had told her mom what happened. And she, her mom was very anxious to see what happened. <laughs> so I'm just picturing their faces when this little boy comes in. And although he didn't say Jesus asked me, he said, somebody asked me if I was ready to heal. I think that is like the most precious thing I've ever heard. And since that healing happened, Joey has started his journey to healing. Like he is a different young man. He still uh, has issues sometimes with the ups and downs, but his mother said it is nowhere near what it used to be. I mean, it was so severe that like his mother is just 
blown away by, oh, I forgot one other thing she told me. I was just thinking of the story. And again, I don't remember all the details. Joey used to write or draw pictures of like bloody battlefields as a little kid, even since he was little, little. All these pictures of bloody battlefields. And now myself, I felt it was past life memories that he was coloring and drawing, but he didn't remember. Like on a conscious level, but his subconscious did. And so that's one thing we worked on while we were doing the healing session is that not that he forgets all that because that's part of his journey, but that it becomes, how did we put it? I asked, I think I asked Jesus and Archangel Michael and their band of angels to make it to take away any, or to not take away, I don't even remember what I said. It was somehow releasing him of those memories because he's a little boy and he needs to be a little boy. Like releasing him of those memories, letting him forget for now, and then if later on they need to be resurfaced, you know, to learn from something, that's fine. But for now to, and so what has happened, his mother, because he loves to draw, and his mother's a very gifted artist as well. And she said, Julia, now he colors rainbows and like it's never the bloody battlefield. It's all beautiful rainbows and beautiful things like that. So again, getting that really steers us away, right? From the whole, there's any kind of universal law about anything, any kind of healing. Any, and here's the thing. It's so easy with the kids because they haven't, they haven't gotten all of the stories built up in conditioning as we do as adults. I hope you get that. The only reason certain things won't happen for us is because we have a story built up around it of why it couldn't happen or shouldn't or we're not worthy or whatever the bullshit story is. The children don't have those stories, not to the degree that we do. They do, most of them have the past lives that we have, but they don't have the stories from this lifetime that have built up over time. The children are so easy to work with. Now, I have even worked with adults who, if I'm doing a reading or a coaching or mentoring session with someone, we have worked with their spouse or significant other or their mother or their father, and we have done healing work that has worked without them even knowing. It is possible. And I tell you these stories today because I want you to please believe that anything is possible, that miracles can happen in the blink of an eye, the snap of a finger. And we have to stop putting so much uh, emphasis on certain things that this could happen, but this couldn't. So if you're walking along a path and you find a heart rock, a perfect heart rock meant just for you, the universe laid that heart rock right there for you to find, or that feather, Why can't they bring you everything else that you desire? Whether it's love, health, money, opportunities, and friends. It can be so easy if we allow it to be. Be like little Joey, who all he hears is, are you ready to heal? And he's just beaming from ear to ear. That's magical. It was magical for him. Tap into that inner child. We all have the inner child inside. 
and he or she is ready to bring you back into that magical space where miracles can happen every single day and they can come easily. Believe, my friend. Believe that there are no universal laws, that anything is possible, and let the universe prove it to you. Thank you for listening. I would ask that if you feel this might be beneficial for others, that you would share this podcast. If you listen to this on iTunes, I would love it if you'd give me a a rating, you know, rate and review it. It all helps me and I appreciate it. Truly, I do. I am grateful to you for sharing your energy with me. May you be blessed with unlimited abundance in all its forms. God bless. Thank you so much for listening to Stepping Into the Light. Be sure to visit juliatreat.com to connect with Julia on a more personal level. She offers a variety of programs to help you continue on your spiritual journey. Julia is a master at helping her clients move into their own spiritual gifts with grace and ease. And her one-on-one coaching programs are consistently selling out due to her students' overwhelming success. Visit juliatreat.com to check out all of the juicy details.